Jesus addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself. Oh God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity. Greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I pay the tithes on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance and would not even raise his eyes to heaven but beat his breasts and prayed, Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and the other who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Imagine if someone offered you the most incredible promise of happiness, but you could only receive it as a gift. You couldn't earn it, or you don't even deserve it. We're all faced with this sort of a choice in our lives. Jesus makes us the most amazing offer imaginable. He offers us friendship with him, happiness, and eternal life. But we have to want it. We have to ask for it. God will never force us to accept his love. Today's gospel brings this to life. The first man doesn't recognize how much he needs God. He's not going to be receiving the gift because he doesn't, uh, he doesn't think he needs to ask for mercy. The second man recognizes his unworthiness. He doesn't even think he's worthy to raise his eyes to heaven. Instead, he simply prays, oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He doesn't take God's mercy for granted, but he asks for it. Jesus wants us to have that same attitude. He died on the cross to heal us with his mercy and to bring us to heaven. We choose whether to ask for his mercy or not. Shortly after he was elected, Pope Francis gave a homily at the Casa Santa Marta. I think it was his best homily. He said, the message of Jesus is mercy. For me, I say this with humility, it is the Lord's strongest message. The Lord never tires of forgiving, never. It is we who tire of asking him for forgiveness. We need to ask for the grace not to get tired of asking for forgiveness because he never gets tired of forgiving. End of his quote. No one did more to legalize abortion in this country than the famous atheist doctor Bernard Nathanson. In the 1960s, he and a handful of collaborators set out to work to legalize abortion. They fabricated statistical studies, they leveraged mass media, they lobbied in Washington, they mounted the legal strategy that manipulated and abused women. They used every means available, moral and immoral, 
to create a climate in which the Supreme Court could make its infamous Roe versus Wade decision, opening the door to millions and millions of abortions that have been performed in our country since 1973. Dr. Nathanson himself says he performed somewhere in the neighborhood of 75,000 abortions personally. He tells about this in his book that he wrote in 1996. Uh, the title of the book is The Hand of God. And he also tells what happened after his campaign succeeded. The invention of ultrasound came along and enabled him to see what happens inside the womb while he was performing an abortion. After that, he stopped performing abortions and became a pro-life activist. But he still couldn't sleep at night. He would wake up in cold sweats, haunted by the lives that he had ended directly and indirectly. He began to think about following in the footsteps of his grandfather and his sister, both who had in the past committed suicide. He couldn't live with himself anymore. He needed to wash away his sins, as he says in his book, and he could find no way to do it. At that point, he witnessed a pro-life demonstration outside of an abortion clinic in New York City. And for him, it was a moment of supreme grace. He saw the people praying peacefully. He saw their faith. He saw the peace they had. And he began to think that there might be some hope for him. One of the priests there reached out to him. And soon afterwards, in 1996, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, former abortionist and abortion rights activist, was baptized and his sins forgiven. Jesus loves going after the big sinners. This is one of the characteristics of Jesus that we should brag about, think about, and even relish. Jesus loves saving the big sinners. It always makes me chuckle. You ever meet somebody who says, you know, I, I can't go to church with you because I'll get struck by lightning? It's like as if they think their sin is bigger than God or that God's mercy isn't uh, great enough that their sin could be forgiven. No sin is too big for Christ's mercy. And we should never doubt God's mercy when we are sincere in our repentance and ask for his mercy. Saint Faustina spoke of God's mercy as an infinite ocean, an ocean of mercy. Even the greatest of all of our sins are finite, and therefore it's like a thimble. How foolish we would be to think that our thimble was too deep for God's ocean of mercy. The only thing that can hold back God's mercy is when we refuse to dip our thimble into God's ocean of mercy, when we refuse to ask him for forgiveness. He will not force his way, his mercy into our hearts, we must, like the sinner in the gospel reading, ask for it. But as soon as we turn to him and reach out to him, God rushes toward us and floods us with his forgiveness and grace. This is why Jesus praised the tax collector's prayer and criticized the Pharisee's prayer, which was a prayer of self-righteousness. As we approach God's throne of the altar, 
Let us be mindful of our sins, no matter how big they are. And let us ask him for his mercy.